And we're back. Hey, uh, we are back in the motherfucking he's a baby. New and improved. Uh, washed motherfucking gods. Washed but never washed up. Thank you for everybody uh, still tuning in. Yeah, man, I appreciate all the uh, listenership thus far. Worldwide, right. might I add, man. We're Hell worldwide yeah. now. Shout out Ireland, man. Shout out uh, Germany. Shout Apparently out somebody's listening there. You know. Shout out to the UK. Somebody's listening there also. And uh, all my niggas in the A, man. And, uh, you know, wherever other places y'all niggas listening. Uh, like you said, we washed but not washed up. Uh, welcome back. I think this is episode 16, 17? Possibly. We Something like that. Uh, y'all, y'all see it in the, in the, yeah, y'all see it in the info. Yeah, we're, we're getting, we're, yeah, we're inching on 20. What's good though, man? How you been? Uh, I've been alive. Um, uh, as anybody knows, it's a fucking interesting time in the world, man. This shit is, it's like weird as fuck. Um, it feels like the ending of apartheid <laughs> and shit in shit America. Feels dystopian. Yeah, it's a uh, almost. It's almost surreal, especially if you pay attention to history. Yeah, so I, I don't know, man. I don't really know how the fuck I've been, man. Uh, I've really been like, it's tricky. I'm sure. I think everybody, every oh well, everybody black has been walking this like weird, like little like fucking line where like you're trying to pay attention to everything that's going on and trying to detach and trying to detach yeah detach at the same time because it's like because it, it, it gets a little overwhelming it after creates a, a lot of anxiety just based off of overflow of information yeah when the, when the uh unrest first started happening like you know I, I couldn't sleep you know they call it unrest for a reason um <laughs> but uh, no, nah, but seriously, like, um, I really couldn't sleep. Just like, I don't know, my mind's just been really busy lately. It's not even that I'm like, I'm not one of the, one of the blacks that's like super excited about what's happening right now. But I'm, uh, I'm interested. I'm interested in what's happening right now. So, uh, shout out to all the youth, man. That's really been out there. Like, everything that I feel right now. Not in terms of anger or sadness or despair, but what I look at when I see black people act a certain kind of way makes me remember that it ain't nothing new under the sun. Like we talked about in another podcast, you kind of see the figureheads kind of rise up where there's lack of leadership. Speaking of which, I'm glad you said that. Uh, yesterday, I'm up late night. Uh couldn't sleep as i Fishing said trying to catch me Dude. a great white that's how we on it <laughs> but nah real <laughs> shit uh i'm up and uh i stumble upon like i'm just searching through youtube and i stumble upon like the state of black america and it's 1988 ironically i was born in 88 so it had me interested it was huey newton and it was two other black guys that say big words and uh <laughs> <laughs> And uh, they were just talking about, the, you know, like, the state of America in 1988. You know, it, like I said, it sparked my interest because I was born in 88. And, like, it was, like you said, right? it wasn't what, it wasn't nothing. It literally was not one thing that they said that was different. Like, they were talking about, like, how more black people need to enroll in college. One one black lady in the audience was like, oh, I just wish black people were organized like we did when the Panthers were around. Because, like, 
It was 88. This is after they already, you know, right. took apart the Panthers. And, you know, Huey Newton was kind of like an older fellow. And, like, so it was just, like, that's why when I hear all the arguments now, like, I always tell people, like, if you want to know anything, bro, study what happened before you. Like, you'll, you'll understand that, like, this, like, that's why I kind of feel like black people always discount the other black people before them. Like, they assume that, oh, like. Oh, man. They look. I see so like, much conversation we got iPhones. allies. Yeah, we got iPhones. It's, you it's think so you're smarter than Malcolm X or fucking Martin Luther King. It's, it's like, so much conversation about everybody who's not black. And I feel like that's part of the problem. There are so many people inside our culture that are allowed to move and say whatever in behalf of us. And then. Only when they fuck up are they told, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then everybody wants to cancel them. Like, you, you should have been having these conversations when they were saying the N-word around you and doing all the sucker shit from jump. So that way, when some real shit happens, you know who's around you. And I think that's a, pro- a big problem I see with African-Americans like, in general. Like, like we I don't, I don't think. We our culture. Yeah, and it's like an African-American. Like, I don't think Jamiroquai could perform in Jamaica. And they, they let them rock. Like, nigga, no, motherfucker, we do this. Like, you can't do this. Well, I don't know if it's Jamiroquai. <laughs> Snow, maybe. <laughs> Snow. Same, same. Snow might have had problems. <laughs> but what's wild is, and, and to that point, because he black, Shaggy ain't Jamaican, nigga. And he slid, bro. Slid, got diamond records. Yeah. So. But he sold it to us, though. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, that's much. what I mean. Like, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. That's, that's yeah. their family business. Yeah. But, but yeah, what was yeah. the point? <laughs> Racism is bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In case you didn't get the point. But yeah, man, it's just been like a funny thing. I saw also saw someone talk about like, yo, I was just on Twitter surfing and they was like, yo, I went to a Black Lives Matter march and like it was like four black people there. And like I didn't know whether to be excited or weirded out. And like <sighs> Back to the whole allyship, like, conversation. It's just, like, Black Lives Matter starting to feel like, like, Beanie Babies, nigga. <laughs> like, it's just some shit that people say, like, it's like, yo, I got this, nigga. Like, it's a collectible, nigga. Like, it's just some shit that you post. Like, all right, I'm not racist. You saw my BLM post. You saw my black square, motherfucker. I'm out this bitch. Like, it's a way. Know, it's I, I attended a rally. I took a dope-ass photo. It's a, it's my a, fist up. It's a way to trigger white people around you too. Just yeah, like you it's, say, it's the way to be. Matter, you you look somebody in their eyes. It's a rebel. It's like it's a rebellious statement for white people. It's not necessarily about what what it means. It's like to say I'm a rebel. I'm different. Like I'm a bold individual. This is edgy. You know, like it's I the even, same shit. It's the same shit that they've been doing with rap. Hey, I was just talking to like, talking to Nick about this shit. Like I was same like, bro, like honestly, like. Me and you are cool before this, like, bro. You don't have to go to no rally or no shit. Like, the, the way you live life every day is your petition sign, is all that shit right. that everybody's doing. Like, fuck what everybody like. Do that shit in life. That's what I matters, think. That's motherfucker. the like. I don't give a fuck about like these cool little photo ops this niggas is doing. Even black people doing the shit, and it, you know what I mean. That kind of like you know made me feel a way about like the movement. But maybe it needs to be trendy for it to work. Yeah, I, at this state, at this day and age i think it does i saw i saw uh uh instagram meme that uh i felt i thought was interesting enough to screenshot it was just basically about of course it didn't say but fuck it it was about the 
the path of revolution is self-awareness. Like, once you know yourself, you know your place in the world and know how to affect change. And I think that's the biggest, the biggest hang-up we have right now is it's done by people who don't necessarily know who they are yet. Like, all the change from protests, whether it be peaceful or destructive, has spoken volumes of what protesting does. Like, from in an era where we've seen multiple black people murdered by police in multiple cities, and all of them have marches. Everybody say their name. Ha- they got a hashtag. Yeah. And this the only time some shit that never shook. I mean, I think we shook it before, but it's also like, you know, me talking to friends from other nationalities and talking about how, like, their the structure is based on, like, versus black people. You know, when you don't have no leader, then nobody can ever, like, take your leader from you. When you have a vocal leader, they can derail the movement. You have no leader, and it's a consciousness thing, like you said. Ain't no way to derail it. It's like, nigga, we already feel like this. Right. You, kill it, you can kill whoever. You kill whoever in the Asian community. They gonna move a certain way. Yep. Kill whoever in the Jewish community. They gonna move a certain way. There's no leader you can kill. Like that's how you really like move. And I think it's been it's been a like like like, like it's been a time thing. Like I've always it's been like a, like I'm sorry, uh, but it was a dope ass shit I saw with uh, Gil Scott Heron. He was talking about like the purpose or uh, or the meaning of the revolution would not be televised. He was like, when I said that, I mean like there's no law you can pass. There's no protest you can do. Like the consciousness, it's a feeling. Like the consciousness will switch in. All of society, and you realize you're on the wrong side of this shit, like, and you got to get with it or get lost, like, mm-hmm. basically. So, like, I think that's really what it is. Like, I mean, the protests are good, and maybe that will spark the awakening on, in people who maybe wouldn't wasn't paying attention before. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like people asking for laws. It's kind of like kind of ridiculous. Like, I don't think it's a law against racism that you can pass. Like, yeah. I, what I was gonna say was I've always said that I feel like. As far as having stature, African Americans in this country are like adolescents. So we're just kind of getting past our puberty years. Like we're too happy is, about it. I feel I, I feel like we're too happy about any sort of progress we make. Like I think everybody else kind of built in inside a enclosed community and then branched out. We never get the chance to get in, in like enclosed. We always want to branch out and be a part of somebody else's group as soon as we get any stature. Um, and I think that just comes with trial and error. Like, we haven't had a lot of time to mix and mingle. When 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 we did find ways to separate ourselves and build economy and try to build ourselves up, they bombed us. Yeah. Or they massacred us. You know what I mean? And we've got examples of, like, whether it be Tulsa, which everybody's been name dropping, or Rosewood. Shout out Ving Rames. Uh, it was communities in South Carolina that niggas talked about, and it's Sapelo Island, like it island off, it's, it's, off yeah. the coast of Georgia. It was communities all over the United States. You know what I mean? I think they became a threat, and you know, government agencies got worried. But uh, we gonna uh, wash moments. Yeah, we can get on these wash moments. Uh, Pink do wags first. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. I don't, I don't have nothing to say about my pink do rag. You niggas see it. If you know, you know. <laughs> Uncle Jemima, man. 
Uh, I think my my wash moment, low key, is I said I was gonna get off that topic, but uh, you know, everybody been talking about the riots. I've been like, yo, go, young brother, go. Like I've been rooting for the young niggas. I'm yeah. like, man, they finally put their energy in some shit that I like, man. Like fuck all the, you know, political correctness. Yeah, like let's let's get physical. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, it's it's been enjoyable to to see the young niggas rebel against the system. To be honest, like I love it. I'm watching every moment. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck these niggas, man. Fuck <laughs> the system. Like yeah, yeah. Bro. You want them talk to you like that? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> nigga. Yeah, put your life on the line, as I sit at home in podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody nah. has a revolution, man. <laughs> no, nah, I think I said the same shit to Will and Maya uh, a couple weeks ago when we were outside. I was just like, "Yo, it's dope to be like, yo, they better let me in here. Or I'll ride in this bitch, and nobody say shit, like, because it really might happen. Because it could, because it could yeah. happen. Because at the end of the day, you don't want to be on the wrong side of history." Because yeah. then you got to buy plywood, you know what I mean? You got to move all your inventory. We'll really fuck your shit up. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have to do it. I can just say, yo, Twitter, do your thing. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, went, I went in here. They told me I had to have a white mask. <laughs> my black mask wasn't my black wa- My black mask wasn't good enough. <laughs> black masks matter, man. But yeah, <laughs> I, I, could, I could piggyback on your wash moment. Because my wash moment was just somebody told me that their favorite rapper was fabulous. A girl told me that their favorite rapper was fabulous. Man, that's not that wash, man. A lot of, a lot of bitches like fabulous. I feel like it. it Shout out to F A B O L O U.S. I feel like it said a lot about the type of rapper that she feels like I identify with. You got your hat backwards and shit. You probably got hella jerseys. <laughs> Shout out to Fab, man. <laughs> Fuck with you, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Summertime shootout. <laughs> that shit was hard. <laughs> Maybe that's what she was listening to. <laughs> she was listening to New Fab Soul Tape Three. Hell yeah! Like you, I remember, you like I remember you a Soul Tape ass nigga. Yeah, but. I might be a Soul Tape ass nigga <laughs> on the outside, on the inside, on the, on the outside. Yeah, on yeah, the on outside. outside. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. I would like to be a Soul Tape ass. Yeah. You know who's a Soul Tape ass nigga? Me. Yeah, you a, you a soul tape. I actually, what's crazy is I'm like, I'm low key is, like an undercover. Soul tape is mood music. Yeah, it? but not, but not. Not. <laughs> uh, shout out to Joey. Joey, Joey, come back to rap, man. Please. We need you. Uh, yeah, yeah, it ain't, it ain't mood <laughs> That's music. That's what we need to leave. <laughs> Joe Bud is for president. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let Joe Button for president. Hey, man, you uh, heard it here first, bro. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh... We can get into the topics, man. Uh, I look you. We can start off uh, with uh, oh, what what you got? I mean, you to open the door now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say we. Can, I, I don't want to like stay on it. We we'll switch it up. We'll we'll come back to that. What you got? Yeah, all yes. the topics kind of center around. Yeah, well, well, we're gonna talk events. about black black conservatives, man. Because I feel like it's like a big like part of. Well, not a big, but a, a definitely a a large part of black society that people don't talk about. Like You talking about like the front running black conservatives like Candace Owens? Or not even just Candace Owens. Like I feel like that get lost too because I saw uh, B-Dot from uh, Rap Radar. Uh-huh. Apparently he's a Republican. He's a black conservative. Um, so he looked like a black conservative. You know, 
he ta- he's very religious and has like certain values so like it's a lot uh it's a certain percentage of black people that actually benefited from the system and they feel like they don't want this shit to change like they're happy about the way things are and uh i always always feel like they contribute to like the lack of progression when it comes to like the overall status of black people because as I said before, like, other cultures, they're not as divided as us, like... When shit happens, they tend to get on the same page. Even within their culture, it's not like, you know, it's Asian people aren't... From from what I know, is Asian people aren't looking down at the poor. Like, if we're all, like, this specific type of Asian person, then we're all in this shit together. Until you're rich, I'm not rich. So I think black people feel like a lot of times it's like, bruh, I made it, bro. You got to figure this shit out, too. It's like, nah, nah, nah. But if we looked at it like the way everybody else looked at it, like. Like group economics. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a certain. It didn't look down on the fact that people had to do it or the, the people who do do it. Because a lot of times I joke about it. I'm like, yo, Lawrenceville is like the land of white vans. But I bet everybody got a business with that white van. Yeah, even Doraville. Like, I, I mean, you walk around this neighborhood, it's like, yeah, it's a ton of Mexican families with 10 or 12 people in there. But I guarantee Everybody got a new truck. Yeah. <laughs> Niggas not even, like, thinking about copping a house until. Even some black people. I remember, it, shout out my, uh, my OG Robin, man. Him and uh, his brothers moved up here from Guyana, and they just all had a house. So it's a house in a residential neighborhood with just three niggas. And then the kids move up there. So it's three niggas. And two kids, and then they got their wives up here, and then everybody else had saved up money, and they bought a house in the neighborhood. I'm just looking like, yo, your whole family live over here, and it was, it was dope to see just because, like I said, it was foreign to me outside of, in 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 a black community for us to kind of like work together and it'd be cool for them to all live there. And looking at it like, yo, y'all grown, y'all cool with this? Yeah. Just in, a, in from a society where it's like, yo, hurry up. Graduate high school, yeah. hurry up, graduate college, see if you can find a relationship, get married, have kids, make sure you start buying houses, cars, things of that nature. Yeah. Like I remember even my own parents was like, you know, I turned 18, graduated college, I mean, high school or whatever, and it was like, you know, I told them, like, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And they're like, well, I mean, you 18, man. You got to figure it out or get the fuck out of here. If you're not in school, you can't live here. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, And that, that, sh- that should be passed down. Like, and it's all, it's low-key some, like, it's it's low-key slave shit, man. I was about to say, see, it seemed like slave shit. I've had conversations with uh, parents about having young children and the idea of, like, spanking them for certain shit. I'm like, yeah. yo, I... I look at I look at black parents differently when they hit their kids. I think discipline it should be a thing, but I don't think yeah, you definitely. Always, it doesn't have to be a physical thing. I think if you establish a certain like rapport rapport with your child, you, you don't even have to. You like, shouldn't have you, to, hit, especially just, at a certain age. You can really just like show them you're disappointed, and that means more to them than any spanking you can do. You know what I mean? Like if you're if y'all have that type of rapport where they love and respect you in that manner. So yeah. I think I think black parents kind of do pick up a lot of the the old the antiques. is is low-key some slavery. Yeah, shit. antiques of slavery. And I don't know just because I haven't gotten to a point where I have discussions other, other than like some Hispanic people 
that I haven't gotten to a point where I'm able to have dialogue with somebody who's Asian and be like, yo, what was your childhood like? Did, did this happen? Yeah, see, I've had those dialogues, and it's just, like, it's been interesting to be like, oh, shit, like, oh, this is just us. Like, yeah. nobody even thinks like that. Like, I remember you telling me some shit that I still kind of use as soon as I had Austin, like, word association. Like, how you, you can just take words and set them out and let them arrange sentences out of the words. And you're like, oh, this is how thoughts are made. Mm-hmm. You don't think like that coming from where we come from. Yeah, You're not taught to think that way coming from where we come from. My and it ain't nobody's fault because it's usually the parents who weren't taught to think that way from jump. Like, luckily, my parents were hippies and also, like, niggas. So, like, you know, I did get, like, capital punishment, but I also got, like, freedom to just explore mentally. So, it's just like, you know. The internet, I mean, I, I think kids, I mean, when I was a kid, the internet was encyclopedias and shit, so, like, that shit was almost like a gift to me and shit, to, like, uh, fucking <laughs> get to explore, like, information and shit. I think, like, information is so, like, readily available now. Yeah, now, it, it's, like, it's not so much a gift, but, like, having, I, having I, that shit as a kid allowed me to, like, think independently yeah i think now the another wash moment the gift of having age means discernment you're able to kind of see the forest from the trees in a lot of situations i heard somebody say something about protesting where they're like yo if you if you're 30 and up what you doing out on the front lines protesting like you should if anything we should be the ones out there on the front right but at the same time there have been other I think Angela Davis was one of the people who said revolution is for the young. Like, and I, when I look at old revolutionaries from the 60s and 70s, these motherfuckers was 23, 24. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. They were no older than 30. Yeah. Like, all everybody who was 30 was trying to run for office. They were trying to spend whatever political movement or whatever social movement they had into a political route. So now, because we don't have that, what I've seen some people doing, which what is which is what I've said I do. If anybody who was trying to go to a protest who was younger than me, make sure I got your contact information. Make sure we can bail you out. You know what I mean? Like you can always show support, but I don't think I don't think we are built the same reason that niggas who are thirty and up don't get drafted. We're not built for it. Cause I'm thinking to myself, y'all want to go to a protest? I feel pussy. Like cause I've been to protests. I'm having conversations with niggas in other cities who are like, yeah, I just went to my first one, bro. I'm going three more this week. It's like, man, bro, <laughs> I'm out here. Yeah. Slaving for somebody else. But at the same time, I do know people who have reached out to me and, and we've had conversations. Like, I'm staying, if anything, I'm staying more in the loop from people who are actually there, which I take more solace in than just going to Twitter and scrolling my timeline and trying to pick up and filter feed what's true and what's not. Yeah, uh... I'm like fifty fifty. Like, I also I, I do think that uh, the protest is definitely for the young. But uh, I saw like an eighty nine year old woman with her cane marching, and she was screaming like, "Justice for George Floyd!" You know what I'm saying? I can't even front like that shit. Low key made a nigga tear up a little bit. Like it was just like, you know, like. It's something to be said about that. Yeah. Like, she feel the pain of, of she feel the same pain that, that somebody 19 feel. That yeah. made, that, that's, that's, that's new to them. 
and she and she's still feeling it. You mm. know what I mean? And like her just being out there, I think is inspiration. Like when kids see that, they really understand how real this like the struggle is. And how long it's been. Yeah. So sometimes I think it is people like us that gotta be out there. And like like maybe not necessarily people our age, but like maybe people my my parents' age kind of gotta be out there to show like. Maybe even if, like you said, not out there, but maybe even in solidarity with everybody. Like, let me give you a call. Let me tell you, like, your your fight is worth it. You right. know what I mean? Like, because I think that's important. Like, well, we we gotta we gotta. I think certain generations might have dropped the ball. Like, they got too comfortable. Yeah, I think a lot of generations. I said that to uh, somebody else. I was having a conversation with about this whole the old versus young conversation about how old people seem and I and I will say to the young people man you gotta understand that like at certain ages a lot of niggas get pussy <laughs> like real pussy they, and it's not that they mean to be a certain kind of way it's just the way nature is man and it doesn't make it an excuse but you gotta look at certain niggas like I don't expect you to do much I don't expect you to do much and being people that that have done it before and are so inclined to do it again, it makes it difficult to sit back and watch people just make all this make all this progress and you have to figure out instead of just moving on impulse, like how you feel, and you have to figure out what the most practical way of making a change is. Like sometimes voting doesn't feel like it's enough. Like that's why I don't think going home made sense. That's why I don't think not tearing their shit up. They got to feel like, it's going to be a loss on their side for them to ever take us seriously. But and I also think it was a reason why I kind of felt like I needed to be out there cuz I don't I don't want to you know, I don't want this shit to die. So if if it if I'm one more body on the street, you know, I can say that I made my contribution even though, you know, I know what I how I live. So like I'm every day telling niggas you know, <laughs> you know, Certain shit ain't gonna fly. <laughs> yeah, it just is what it is. Like mm-hmm. you gotta understand what what the power structure is. Like once you understand that, I think it's easier to move. It doesn't it doesn't make it like cool. You shouldn't be okay with it, but at least understand what the power structure is. But I know we started from black conservatives. <laughs> and yeah. that got a long way from that. I don't but, know uh, what you define the next topic or the next individual in our next topic as probably just losing his fucking mind. Uh, Tenzin, I've never heard of this nigga. Me either. I didn't hear him t- until you sent me the little tweet. Yeah, like, and I thought, I, we just had a conversation the other day. I'm talking about conversations I've had in multiple instances, but that's usually all the shit that I do. But we were talking about how there's so many people kind of inside black culture that it's hard to figure out who's really worth their salt. And I think this is just another example of that. That bullshit coming to light. I mean, I've been telling niggas, man. To be honest, like, after, ever since our first four-way into four-way, or what's the word? Soiree? Four-year? Our four-year in the rap? Porch. Uh, <laughs> our, our first porch in the rap. In the rap. <laughs> <laughs> ever since we stooped in in this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's go with that. <laughs> uh... Like, I, I noticed it was, like, a lot of, it was two kinds of people around us, right? It was, it was like, I think, black people, that was, like, civil rights, man. Way to go, brother, way to go. You know what I'm saying? And it was also, like, 
what I feel like will maybe what the black new Black Lives Matter movement is. Shout out to Chewy, man. I'm sure y'all heard my cat all night. It's not my cat, but it's a cat that's here. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Chewy, yeah. Uh, so what that I think was, was the Black Lives Matter movement. There's a lot of like white people that are like, oh, well, that's interesting. You know what I mean? And they probably like took a liking to what we did. They was ready to help us when we was like had a little buzz, and then you know shit change yeah you know shit get different and then they just hop to the next rapper because it's like oh what's the next nigga that's hot right now yeah. you know that's what i feel like the black lives matter movement is turning into but um so apparently this individual was uh but yeah arrested those type of photographers exist <laughs> in, a, in a strange turn of events he was arrested at a black lives matter uh rally i guess in 2016 and was bailed out he has a uh a black Baby mother, by means of that relationship, he's got a black child. He gets caught talking about black people in a demeaning way. Something about 99% of them are jokes, all this other shit. I don't, necessar- I don't necessarily think that, I'm just going to say it. I, I don't think he's wrong, but I think he's the wrong motherfucker to say it. I think you got to stop letting people have access to our bullshit we kind of got to handle shit in-house i mean to say that 99 cent of black people are jokes is to say that 99 percent of people are jokes you know uh-huh. what i'm saying like yeah i mean yeah like it's not a lot of dope people man like <laughs> that's, that's what just, makes pe- dope people dope yeah <laughs> like it's just that's just is what it is it's just and black, I, think it's not, I think his baby mother set him up or some shit which is uh good <laughs> we, we shout out to that sister man yeah, we, we man. hold you up in solidarity get this nigga the fuck up out of here but it's a lot to be said about the company you keep too. Like, and I as, think as I, I think about, about I think about like that. Everybody want to invite motherfuckers to the barbecue, bro. Like, stop inviting motherfuckers to the barbecue. That's just not cool. Nobody else do that shit. You don't get invited to Hanukkah parties. Like, you know what I'm saying? You don't get invited to Ramadan unless you, unless you're Taji. <laughs> but nah. <laughs> that being said, like. Stop inviting motherfuckers to our cultural events if they're not genuinely interested. All these other things, you have to take a genuine interest for people to take you seriously. We just be auctioning off, like, all our our gains, all our wins, and somebody just suck it up, and then we cry after the fact. And it's not, like I said, it's not all our fault. I do feel like we got to learn this shit by trial and error. But, nigga, as soon as you see something, adjust. You know one thing I learned today? Um... About anime. So there's two kinds of anime, apparently. There's, like, of course, what I know about anime. Like Dragon Ball Z, Naruto. I'm sure it's more Dragon Ball Earthbender, whatever that last Airbender That's not guy. really a true anime. Yeah, yeah, well, they, I, obviously. All right. None of that shit is true anime. All this shit I named isn't true anime, apparently. Okay, all right. But apparently a lot of, like, anime anime like the anime that the that there's like really ingrained into the culture is like very spiritual and it has lessons about like you know treating people right equal values like taking care of your people and all that type of shit spiritual shit yeah princess mononoke is about preserving nature black people don't have them stories for us what are we taught about spiritualism? Like, not outside of, like, religion. I'm talking about just a spiritualism on a level of, like, 
loving each other based on just humanism. We got slave movies. Is that, you know what I mean? Like we're not taught that. And I just thought like it really just struck or me in a way. Like I just never thought about that. Like we don't have that. Like yeah. there's something to be said about that in the way we treat each other, in the way we move in society because it's like we don't think about I know this cuz he black, he got my back. We don't Ever. think about it like that. Yeah. We never, never think that. Like it's cuz we know like man, this thing is just trying to get ahead. Like and a lot of other cultures teach that spiritualism so early it's like you can't you cannot shit on your brother. Yeah, one of the things he said in his rant was I'd never be like black people. You can't just sell me a religion. And I think I think it struck a chord just because I had a conversation with people about cuz know my background, like I grew up in a Christian cult and having conversations with people about <laughs> <laughs> What was it? <laughs> I mean, it was. It's, it's a Christian cult, for uh, sure. But having conversations with people about religion, it was like, I saw myself back then and realized how brainwashed it is. Like, you worship to somebody who don't even look like you and how much that affects and how they downplay it and why people are so adamant about it now or why people have discarded religion, whether it be just based on societies trends or the fact that they've actually studied some shit and realized wait a minute all this shit is the same and it makes it difficult to really kind of like because yes. we've been sold so much other information other than our own yes. like I know this rappers like 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 21 Savage and uh, that's a few other ones I can't remember uh, who, it was either a small eyes or Vlad interview where they were talking about their religion I think it's like Ebung some uh, African derivative of Christianity but I notice other people are like you. You notice a lot more Muslim rappers, a lot more na- Nation of Islam rappers. I think that that may be the new cultural trend um, for a lot of Black artists, especially given the time and climate now socially. I think it's good, man. Like as you said, man. I always look at my parents funny because it's like, man, you out here worshiping a white Jesus, man. Like, I don't, like my name Malcolm, man. Y'all name me after Malcolm X, man. Like. It's, it's Shit, like spooky, baby. yeah, man. Like it make you really you realize like how deep that I, I hate to say age, it like mental slavery can be. Like as you age, I feel like you get because even my dad done softened up. Like as you age, you need something to hold on to, and for somebody who's already holding on to something steadfast, you look at them like, oh, okay. Well, if you're doing it, you know what I mean. I understand that the fear of death is uh is big in most people, so. I don't even think it's a fear of death. I think it's, it's just people, fear people the, want to be huddled together, like penguins do for warmth. Also, like, yeah, yeah. Like congregation keeps them from dying at a certain age. As you get You're older, right. like you You're gotta right. socialize because right. you start to lose social skills and your brain activity drops. Yeah, you don't make friends in your fifties. Yeah, we are not making friends now. We thirty. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? So for sure. you can imagine. I don't even want to make them. But why? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they dying now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, and I, I remember having a conversation with my dad around the time, uh, I think it was right before Bubs passed. I had a homeboy I went to high school with that got shot and killed. And uh, I remember I was I was tripping because I said, I said something to uh, Maya about, like, I'm just glad shit ain't c- hit close to home. And then I find out somebody I went to, like, middle school and high school with died. And... 
I'm talking to my dad, and I'm like, man, it's just like, it's weird, because I realize I'm getting older, because all my friends dying. And he was like, you? Like, nigga, I'm 60. <laughs> like, all my friends <laughs> dead, <laughs> All my friends are dead. Charlotte <laughs> <Uzi>. Uzi. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. So it's just, it, you realize you start to be, you you are the nigga you were when you were looking at your parents when you was like seven or eight. Like you, You're that person now. But that's why I'm trying to, like, be steadfast in my values. You got to have a belief. I think my yeah. dad, my mom, I don't know what. I don't want to let them shit shake as I like. Yeah, I don't know what. Sure. I don't know what kind of upbringing she had. I just know that mine was kind of opposite. My dad's a lot more verbal with it. But I know that she holds on to religion like she ain't had something then. And I, and I feel like. Because I had said, it, because I have it. I just said the congregation of people. Yeah, is, the, is the thing. She, yeah. she's holding on to religion now, like she didn't have something. Like I, I think we talked about it on another podcast. Like everybody's doomed to repeat the mistakes they didn't correct in childhood, yeah. and the the goal is to correct them now and approach it like you would if you didn't have any experience or no background knowledge of how the end result would would occur, and then just figure it out. Just figure it out. And I think that's the the thing that religion sort of hinders because you're not forced to figure shit out on your own. Like you're almost you're almost discouraged from looking out looking up outside information. Yeah, or going elsewhere in order to to understand different perspectives. I was just watching Futurama and it was like it was some quote. It was just like, well, if you don't want to make decisions, just join a religion. And, every, and black people <laughs> eat that up more than anybody else. Like you can see how. How easily it is, nigga. This the nigga we talking about to get back on subject. Uh, Tenzin, he went to Morehouse. Like he graduated from an HBCU. Yeah. Like why? We we that shouldn't be allowed. <laughs> How and we've always it's always been that person that you knew that was like you know what I'm just go to an HBCU and you be like but you're not black like so um, scholarship. I almost don't even trust those type of people because I feel like you know. I think the real ally, you know. He's going to be himself. Yeah, and then they just, you know, they get in where they fit in, man. But I also think that there are some, it's that, that same afterglow of, like, the American settlers back when it was uh, Native American tribes here, and they would go to war trying to settle uh, uh, some land that was already uh, lived on or, or, what's the word, populated by a Native, Native American tribe. And let's say, in a, by happenstance, Americans lose, and they take prisoners. The people who grow up in those tribes, the white people that want to go up in those, that end up growing up in those tribes, usually never return to society. And I often think about that with, like, a lot Once of... Once you go black, you never go back? Yeah, like, you, you see, <laughs> I, I had a conversation with somebody, a white friend of mine, where I was like, yo, I think white people fuck with black people, because y'all know, like, we, we be too concerned about life to be... Like, shysty. Like, we got niggas that are shysty. But it's so obvious that some shit's going on. All you got to do is hang with a black person one time and be like, yeah, don't fuck with that nigga. Mm. And they'll be like, oh, okay, all right. Mm. Now I know. Like, mm. three-car money? Yeah, I can't do that. We can't do that. Yeah. little game with three caps and a ball? Like, we're not going to do that. We're not going to have that. Yeah. Like, I, I don't want these CDs. Like, I don't want these CDs. Yeah, we can smell it. Man. Yeah. It's just some bloodhound shit. So, and I think it's... A lot of times, the society that they come from, like a white supremacist society, just point blank period. They spend but so much time. They spend so much time trying to trying to get over 
that they never look at anybody else who, like, either you assimilate or you end up on the outside anyway, and you end up being, like, poor white trash or some shit. But to bring it back to the guy, he was from Tibet. So, you know, they they dealt with a lot of shit. So I'm sure there are people are a lot more together than we are. So maybe his view of of black people is what it is because of what he's seen. You know what I mean? So, like. I mean, that's know. everybody, though. Yeah. Even black people. That's why I'm never mad at racists. Yeah. I w- I'm not I mad at them. It's just like, I don't think you should be it morally. Yeah, you shouldn't be here. You shouldn't be around. But, I, you know, like, but at the same time, it's like, I mean, if you're going to be judgmental, then I'm, I'm sure, like, based on what you've seen, black people aren't the greatest people. Based on what you've seen. Because yeah. you don't hang out with black people. It's just not a good time, man. The media controls your idea of she what really black people is. She really set you up, is. man. Because now you out here, you're going to try to apologize and think shit's sweet, and they're going to free pick you at the next march. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how, how about it we really are. I hope they do, man. Don't let I'm me I'm not down calling this. for violence, but if somebody fucks them up on accident, I will applaud it. <laughs> 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 on the back end. <laughs> uh... What else we got to talk about? Uh, we talked black conservatives. We talked about teen provocateurs. Yeah, uh, we didn't really. Uh, you want to talk about that? Uh, black businesses we fuck with. Oh, let's do that. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, first of all, we're gonna start with Decatur's own. Hey, Shout out man. to my nigga Trav. Decatur's own, man. Fire seasoning. Uh, we got three. What three now? Yeah, you got three different. Holy Grail. Um. Dirty Bird. Dirty Bird. And then Fish and Shrimp. And all that pimp-ish. Uh, it's Decatur's own. Yeah, so shout out to my nigga. Yeah, on at Decatur's own. At Decatur's own, man. Follow him. Uh, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and just take the lead on the next yeah, plug. City in the Woods, as you can see. Um, City in the Woods is a Atlanta-based company. Uh, Black-owned. Shout out my nigga Vince Nose. And Ant. Your, uh, BRG. Suburbia non grata. <laughs> <laughs> uh, coffee. You're a coffee fan. You know ah. what I'm saying? You fuck with the uh, fresh brews. Uh, follow that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm not going to spell it, man. Just figure it out, man. Follow me. <laughs> I'm not I don't, I'm not good at this. Uh, I'm going to say. Gonna uh, you know what I wanted to say uh, before we even get into that? Uh, 10 deep. Damn, bro. So, fuck. It's funny because I talked to somebody who will remain nameless because I'm not going to shit on you. But I, I had a little feeling when you said it. I was like, yo, I had some ten, 10 deep shit on the other day. And the person was like, yo, you still rocking 10 deep? <sighs> I was like, yeah, I'm going to always rock 10 deep. You know why? Because it's a black motherfucking business. Man. And, and, and quality dope. Like, whatever you want to say about 10 deep, it's not cool or not cool. I don't cool. think their style is waned. I mean, I like 10 deep. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So. I think 10 Deep is something to be said about that. It's good. It's dope streetwear. It's always fire. Like, they always have at least one piece that I'll fuck with every season. So, shout out 10 Deep. Uh, what's it? Will Sasso? What's his name? Paul Scott Sasso. Sasso. Scott Sasso. Scott Sasso. Will Sasso. Sasso is like the white guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the nigga from... Uh, yeah, Mad TV. <laughs> <laughs> Will Sasso was the magician on the Russian development. <laughs> he does a lot of good writing, though. <laughs> That's dope. Scott Sasso. Shout man. out Will Sasso and 10 Deep. <laughs> <laughs> that need to be the next one. Oh, Will Sasso. You heard it here first. Oh, dude. that's the name of the pod. The Will, Will Sasso. Sasso. 
right, next company I'm gonna shout out is uh, we'll just free pick, man. We'll just see how many yeah, yeah, how many yeah. black owned businesses we can ramble off. Uh, just that honey, uh, just that honey is a tea shop. Um, it's in uh, there's one on Edgewood and uh, Sweet Auburn Curb Market. Um, I think they do pop up shops around the city. Definitely uh, solid. Everybody's trying to be healthy now. Um, they definitely have a variety of teas and a lot of dope tea technology that niggas don't uh normally fuck with unless they grew up in a uh upper middle class household. So yeah, just that honey tea shop. Um, um, go. <laughs> um shout out JJ's fish and chicken. Hey, hey are they black nah, on? I don't know. I'm just saying some shit. Nah <laughs> You got uh, an easy one, bro. Staring you in the face. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I figure that's why I figure I'll leave it up I'll leave it up to you to go nah, next. I'm trying to think. Uh black businesses. Um it don't have to be local. It could be from anywhere, even Chicago. <laughs> Fat Tiger Workshop. Joe, <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. I just, I just shouted you out though. Shout yeah, out Joe yeah. Fresh Goods. I, I shout out, Joe, I shouted out Joe Fresh Goods the last episode. Yeah, definitely. Uh, shout out to him, man. I met him in person. So you shout out JJ instead of Joe. <laughs> Joe Fresh Goods. I'm fuck with you, bro. <laughs> Joe Fresh Goods. <laughs> Shout out Joe Fresh Goods, man. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, man. Of course, man. If you love streetwear, motherfuckers on some shit. I mean, I mean, I don't really want to like go do the like, whole catalog, but I mean, from Doughboy Magic to where we are now. I mean, I mean, he just did the Kawhi Leonard shits. Everybody's going crazy over those. Shout out Joe Fresh Goods. He wasn't even tripping about like his shop getting looted. So, really shout out to him. Yeah, I think he's one of the few people that gets it, man. You mm. call, I, one, of the, one of the reasons I fuck with Chicago niggas, because I'm going to keep it the two Virgils. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I feel like them niggas are Atlanta niggas with cold weather. <laughs> like, they love Gucci. All they shit sound like Midwest niggas in general. In general. Like, yeah. they're just Atlanta niggas with... Bigger coats. Yeah. I mean, you know, my whole fam from the Midwest, so shout out to the Midwest, man. Shout out to your fresh goods. Again, Fat Tiger Workshop. If you don't know, get to know. What else you got? Uh, I'm trying to look going. over the restaurant. Uh, Le Petit Marche, which is uh, it's a bakery, but they do breakfast. It's in East Atlanta. Zone 6. You already know where it is. Right down the street from Zone 6 Precinct, so you know it's real. Um, fuck police. Uh, but it's on Jose Williams, um, black owned bakery. Uh, every time I go in there, it's always a line. I think it's a dope little spot to go to if you, are uh, out in the city and don't want to go downtown or to a stupid brunch. Like, oh yeah. And, uh, uh, you gotta wear Chelsea boots. Follow no limit exposure. If you like photography. Oh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Definitely. Uh, you know. Shit is how motherfuckers see us now. Black business, you know what I'm saying? Yep. The black business that keeps us alive every day. Mm. All the photos that you see on my goddamn Instagram is mostly uh my nigga Taji. So shout out Taji. Yeah. Uh, that's enough, man. We'll end with Taji. Yeah. The coffee shop. Oh, La Petite Marche. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I I've Kirkwood. gone there, huh? Kirkwood. Yeah, it's in Kirkwood, right over there by what is that? Um. 
Is it by Dolce Vegan? And uh, another black bar, another black business, and it's barbecue, which is also owned by. Uh, yep, right there, which is also over there on Jose, and also owned by an African American. Yeah, so you got options, man. Yeah. Sunday was a rough day. I was trying my hardest. I didn't feel like cooking this week, so I ended up ordering food. I had to get it from a Jamaican restaurant, which isn't hard on the east side, but it's really difficult to find black businesses. So if you find a few, try to support them niggas in the frequency that uh you do everybody else. And everybody be trying to shit on niggas that they say every nigga got a clothing line and all this shit. Fuck it, nigga. We all buy clothes. Let's fuck with our niggas that got a clothing line. Yeah. Let's pipe them up till they got a denim line. Right. Let's let's make sure you're still supporting black artists, too. Like Yeah. Let's these, support these, the black artists because, you know. At this point, it's essential workers. Like, they, yeah. they their work is essential. It distracts us from the bullshit that we got going. I know for... For me, it was essential that I had good music or at least somebody putting out content that I fucked with, whether it be a podcast or even just photos. I appreciate all the people who were taking photos out there. Um, my nigga Terry Deadstock Kicks was out there at a protest uh, last week, I think Friday. Um, he shout got out uh, Decatur Stand. Yeah, Decatur Stand, too. Um, took a lot of dope photos on the protest. Shout out uh, Ryan Mel- Visions. Mel. Uh, shout out Melly. Uh, Phyllis Iller. Phyllis Iller on uh, IG. I meant to shout her out as far as photography uh, is concerned, too. But, uh, yeah, yeah, we can get into the music. What you been listening to? We always in it like that, so uh, let's do it like that. What you been listening to recently? What I listened to recently? All right, so. I, mean, I can go first if you need me to. I kind of got a tangent. I've been listening to Alfredo still. I'm not even going to flex. But I sent it to Taji. Um, I didn't know if he caught it, but. There's a sample on um, this album, We, that uh, Mad Lib used for Bandana. Um, I want to say it's Teach Me How. Cataracts. Can't? Yeah, stop it right, right. It's cool, it's cool. So... That was off the Bandana album, and I'm having a conversation with a nigga at work about um, how I like this album better than Bandana, or Alfredo better than Bandana, he's like, yo, they sound the same. I'm like, bro, I feel like this one just is a little more polished. Like, he came with a little bit more of an edge. I don't know. I think I like Bandana still more. I don't know. I'm still kind of on the fence. <laughs> but that being said, he's got... He, I, I gave that great argument. And felt like I talked him down just to hear that this same album, We, which is uh, You Can Fly On My Aeroplane, also has a sample for Scotty Beam on it. Mm. And I'm listening to it. Will playing it yesterday, and I'm listening to it. I'm like, yo, this shit's crazy. But yeah, I'll send it to you later. But Alfredo and this We album, a lot of uh, dope samples that I feel like have just been untouched that apparently now everybody's going to grab up. Uh, are on this whole project. I've been listening to War. Um, I found it, I, I've been I've been on this real '70s chant song vibe where I just like like identifying songs like like War or Why Can't We Be Friends, um, where it's a bunch of voices in unison. Earth, Wind, and Fire used to have a, a Why bunch can't of songs we like that. Be friends? Serpentine Why fires can't. like that. Um, so it's I just funny because I always just make fun of my pops because he would play that shit loud. I'm like, nigga. Cut this old nigga shit off. That's so hard, bro. Why can't we be friends? I'm going to make you tear up, man, at the right moments. That's what Homer uh, walked through when he was fighting Dredd's 
Yeah, <laughs> bro. That was the funniest shit ever. Look at you, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's it, man. Alfredo and then random old school 70s music. All right, well, I've been fucking with. As you said, Alfredo, man. Shout out Freddie Gibbs. Uh, the Recession. Shout out uh, Young Jeezy. What's why You went through that today? Yeah. I went through Thug Motivation today. That's crazy. <laughs> Shout out to you, man. Yeah. Uh, I didn't say it because I was like, man, nobody want to hear this shit. I really played it this morning because it was Monday and I need Thug Motivation. Lupe Fiasco, I'm Beaming, just a single. A written testimony, of course, Jay Elect. Shout out Jay Elect. Jay Electricity. Back through that recently. Uh, control system, Absol. Very relevant right now. It's been a while. I, I should touch that one. Uh, Lupe Fiasco, Shining Down. Another like dope little Lucy that didn't really uh pop. Uh, the Pimp a Butterfly. Damn, I went through that today too. Damn, Kendrick. Y'all, y'all hearing my cat? <laughs> Pay her no mind. <laughs> She's dying slowly. This is her. Slow chance. She on a ninth life. Yeah. Uh, Philadelphia Freeway. Long term mentality, Absol. The Beautiful Struggle, Tyler Quali. That's a good album. That's a good Quali album. Pinata, Gibbs. And uh, I think I think that's where it ends. But yeah, man. Been on a lot of like, you know, black power shit. Unfortunately or fortunately. But yeah, man. We were uh, supposed to put together some songs that were, we'll probably we'll try to do that next episode. Yeah. Revolution ain't gonna slow down. Type of shit. Yeah. We'll just put some uh some songs together. I feel like we can do like uh seventies to do current. Yeah, yeah, you know, a little I bit got, of everything. I, yeah, I got you I can got work it shit. in chronological order. Yeah. Like five songs. Yeah, we'll do the uh ten top ten revolution songs. All right. That works. Uh next episode. Anything you've been watching? Uh, as I said, I've been I said the last episode I've been keeping it real loose, like a lot of cartoons, just shit that doesn't really involve everything. So like I just like I said, I've been going right back through BoJack. Uh, I tiptoed on a Jeffrey Epstein documentary. I haven't watched it. I fell asleep on it twice, man. I don't really care about the story of a nigga who rapes kids. Yeah. To be honest, like I don't, I don't care about the details. But uh, you know, I don't know, man. If I get bored enough, I might watch it. But uh, yeah, that's all I've been on. A lot of cartoons, man. I just really been really disconnected when you it comes. You get a chance to, to watch any of Midnight Gospel yet? Not yet. I got a uh, hot bag of shrooms and don't tell the federalis. <laughs> <laughs> they got bigger problems right now. And by a hot bag of shrooms, I mean a pepperoni pizza. <laughs> And by a pepperoni pizza, I don't mean no child molestation shit, apparently, because that means that. In case Illuminati watching. Or Hillary Clinton. I just ordered Papa John's. <laughs> I think I'm Big Meech. Um, <laughs> Big Meech pizza, we need to be a chain, bro. <laughs> if they do Big Meech pizza, nigga... BMP, <laughs> Black Mafia Pizza, nigga. <laughs> now we talking, bro. I'm thinking big cheese. <laughs> Pepperoni. <laughs> <laughs> Whipping dough. 
Niggas phony. I don't know. <laughs> nah, <man>. What? <laughs> yeah, I've been watching shit. Man. Yeah, man. So it's just been a lot of cartoons. I haven't got you know midnight gospel. I bet I low key. I was so interested that I'm like, I I I won't watch it when I'm. I want to just want to reserve that to me. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I'm not really I'm not in a rush to see it all because I know when that once that's gone, it's like <laughs> it's gonna be another. Entertainment Desert. I still haven't watched Ozark uh, new season yet. I just finished that maybe like the week before. Is it worth I watching? Wasn't, yeah, it's definitely worth watching, but I'm I'm so I'm desensitized to that type of show now because yeah. there's so many of them. Like I almost would rather watch a really really good cartoon. I watch Solar Opposites. Uh, that's pretty good, mm. but it's just I like, thought about watching it. It's just like uh, Rick and Morty with different characters, mm. so it's funny. Um, but I don't know. I'm stuck in the same loops, entertainment wise. Nah, same, same. But I guess we'll end it right there. Uh, welcome to the YouTube uh version of Wash Gods. I guess prices going up. <laughs> uh, well, washed but not washed up. Uh, shout out to our uh anchor listenership, our Spotify listenership. Boop 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 boop. Fucking iTunes podcast listenership. Talking about you, baby. Thank y'all for listening, man. Thank you for subscribing. Share. Make sure you tell your peoples. Yeah, and, uh, write, like, share, subscribe. Do the four things. Thank you, Taji. I appreciate it. No uh, limit exposure. If you sure. fitted me on uh, Twitter. Uh, shout out to the old bitch. Yeah. I'm sure Always. I'm sure all this should have get cut. Uh, yeah. Stay black, man. Stay black or die.